hey guys welcome back to floral couch conversations i'm emily and i'm Alyssa. and today we are joined by our friend danny welcome danny hello thank you we're glad you're here me too yes so danny and i actually interned together at the place that i am now working at full time yes Alyssa was my guiding light in my <laughs> career of accounting <laughs> Alyssa is a guiding light in my life <laughs> so how's everyone doing doing good did you guys see me limping up the steps to get in here <laughs> i didn't but i saw your um snapchats of did you do you actually eat hot dish at a hot yeah. dish run so i ran a 10 mile race this morning what this morning yeah <laughs> Here I am. I'm like, I went to hot yoga this morning. I worked out. You know, it's all good. Hey, hot, Emily ran 10 miles. <laughs> hot, hot yoga is the best. So anyway, I haven't run all winter really because it's just been icy and gross and way too cold. And I'm a lot more of a baby than I used to be about the cold weather. And so, But I still signed up for this 10 mile race. And I was like, okay, here I go. But I joined this group and it started by this lady who's a runner in new york and she started this thing called the badass lady gang and they have chapters of it all over the u.s so i joined the minneapolis chapter and so there was these girls who were like hey yeah we're gonna run it and they were gonna run slow with me and i just joined these two ladies and we just chatted and ran the whole time and it was it was really fun it got me through the run so that's awesome new some new runner friends that is awesome cool but you're sore. I'm tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you, Alyssa? I'm good. I just got back this week. I was in Kentucky for work, but I got to go to the Louisville Slugger Museum and see how the Louisville bats are made, which is kind of cool. That baseball cool. bats? Baseball bats, okay. yes. Because <laughs> you're a huge baseball fan. I am. So I got to, they have a bat from each team that are considered historical artifacts that you have to like wear gloves to hold. So I got to hold a bat from Babe Ruth, which was awesome. And then also got to hold Rod Carew's bat, former twin. So it was pretty awesome. And then got to see, I didn't realize, I knew baseball players were like, what's the word? Notorious? Superstitious. Superstitious. <laughs> okay, I was way so off. They, <laughs> so they actually like go and pick out like the billets. So like just the pieces of wood before they even get turned into bats because like they want to make sure the grains are a certain way. So some people come into them, come into the factory and pick them out and some like get texted pictures of them and have to approve it before it's even made into a bat. And I was like, I mean, it makes sense, but also like I didn't realize how much went into making a baseball bat. I didn't either. That's cool. Right. Yeah. No cork in those bats though, right? Is that a thing? Cork? Yeah. If you put cork in the bat, it makes it like easier to hit the ball and then people get caught cheating. Oh, maybe. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> These were solid wood bats, but... <laughs> I could have made that up. <laughs> it's, it's probably a thing. But I will say too, they had in the museum wax figures mm-hmm. of like baseball players that were super realistic. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen like wax figures, but they're creepy AF. I was like, I want nothing to do with this and I had to walk into a different room. <laughs> Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't like that. It's a big tourist attraction, though. Like, they have them all over. I wonder if they have one here. A wax museum? Yeah. Not like a... They probably don't have a big one, but... I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> not, I'm not into the wax museum scene. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not either, so... <laughs> How are you, Danny? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. How was your week? 
My week was good. I took Friday off work, so it kind of feels like Sunday right now, but it's good. That's, it was nice to just have a day to hang out at home. I didn't have anything to do, but yeah. it, was, it was good. Nothing big happened this week? Oh, oh, right. Yeah, I got engaged. <laughs> 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 so it happened exactly a week ago yesterday? A week ago yesterday, yeah. Gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah. So to put this into context, I had been at home. I had last Friday off work as well. So I'd been at home just running errands and doing whatever. Didn't shower all day. I was in sweatpants. Mackenzie, my fiance, got home from work. And his twin was super eager to come over and hang out with us, even though he does not live close to us at all, which I thought was kind of weird, but whatever. So, yeah, I was outside in our backyard during the sunset drinking a beer and he proposed. (laughs) Did you cry? No. No? And when he opened up the ring box, the ring was pointing down. Like it was. (laughs) You couldn't see it? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, well, I could see it, but it was like, I was like, Kenzie, it's wrong. (laughs) that's funny yeah so did you expect him to propose like in that way i guess i i thought it would be outside at a park or something because we really like the outdoors and going on hikes and stuff and he actually had been trying to convince me to go on a hike earlier (laughs) and i was like no i'm not leaving the house it's too muddy outside (laughs) (laughs) but so yeah he wanted to do it on that day because it was my dad's birthday Uh so and my dad passed away recently a few months ago but you said he asked your dad for permission before he passed away Mm -hmm. yeah he asked for my dad's hand before my dad passed away he he died of cancer so we knew it was coming but my dad was happy i could feel it yeah i saw two bald eagles right before he proposed and that's like one way that my dad always lets me know that he's with me so Mm -hmm. it was cool that's awesome I saw two bald eagles on my way over here today, too. So you've told me that, like, you see those and it reminds you of your dad. I don't know that I've ever seen a bald eagle just, like, out and about. Like, I've seen, it happens to me every so often. Yeah. Yeah. I see them on more days than I don't. Interesting. Yeah. I can tell you, we'll get into the story later of, like, how I know that it's him. But, yeah, I see an insane amount of bald eagles. On his birthday, I saw four. (laughs) oh wow yeah we have this thing for my grandma and whenever we see monarch butterflies we oh it's it's my we i feel like it's my grandma there or when when she passed away my sister and i drove her car for like a few years afterwards and so it was tan ford taurus now whenever we see tan ford taurus we're like graham's saying hi oh my gosh i will get into this later but that totally is yeah (laughs) <laughs> we, have, we have a lot to talk about okay. or at least i do i'm so excited <laughs> <Him> too. <laughs> but let's back up a little bit so i mentioned earlier we met at work how did you get to be working as an accountant because of you oh no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait a second we met at work you were already kind of an account- just kidding <laughs> yeah so i i was an intern at a company with Alyssa, and Alyssa was inter he, or she was transitioning to go intern at a, a public accounting firm. And I hadn't really given that a forethought until I met Alyssa that I should go into public accounting, but it, uh, it seemed logical. So I followed Alyssa to from, from the company we interned at first to the place where we both ended up working full-time <laughs> right out of college. And yeah, we worked at the same firm for, I don't know, a year, maybe a little bit over a year. 
And then I transitioned into a a smaller firm because I was honestly just really burnt out from all the hours that we were working. And then I transitioned from the second firm I worked at to a bank that I work at now. It's great. And you're loving it? Yeah. Yeah, I love my commute. I wasn't a huge fan of city living. So (laughs) my new job allows me to live quite a ways outside of the city and I don't have to commute downtown or pay for parking or do anything like that. Yeah. My desk is 60 seconds from my car, so. That's awesome. Yeah. How does the bank you work at now differ from working in public accounting? I work eight to five and usually no later. (laughs) So that's nice. Yeah, it's a super great culture too, but honestly, a lot of the people I work with have worked at the bank longer than I have been alive. So there's not, and previously I worked with mostly people my age and in the same life stage. So that's been a little bit of an adjustment, but I like it. I feel like that's a common adjustment when you leave public accounting. Yeah, you kind of have to give up like that social aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there's fewer happy hours. There's fewer. Yeah. Just like people want to go home to their families. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth it for sleep and weekends. I don't have a family to go home to, but I I still want to go home. Right. (laughs) My couch is calling. Yeah. And I have a fiance to go home to. Yes. I do have a fiance. So So weird. I haven't introduced him as my fiance to anyone yet. I never said the word fiance. I just feel like it's so weird to say. Yeah, it sounds too fancy for me. Or if you like meet someone and they're you're just like having small talk and then to be like my fiance, blah blah blah. Like I was always uncomfortable. Yeah, like that out there. It kind of sounds like a brag or something. Yeah, towards the end, like right before our wedding, I just started saying husband because I was like. So we caught up a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. and you revealed to me your spiritual awakening. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So I'm psychic. Just just kidding. Um, I don't like to use the word psychic because I feel like most people envision like an old woman in a shop with a scarf on her head and a crystal ball and it has like a weird taboo vibe to it. I picture that or like that's so Raven. Where she oh like my gosh, I forgot about that show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Show. that's like, she's like the cool, like right. less weird stereotype, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but in this journey, I've I've met some other people who consider themselves intuitive, and they've all just been really like loving and holistic, caring women who are just really in tune with the spirit world and the universe and God and yeah it's cool so how did you discover that you have these abilities so I I was actually born with it and all humans have the ability to develop intuitive powers and I remember when I was a kid I told my parents I was psychic and I could control things and whenever we would have like tip-ups out on the ice when I was with my dad and I would like count down from 10 a couple times and on when I got to zero there would be like a northern and the flag would go up and it was crazy and so for non-Minnesotans we're talking about ice fishing yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) northerns are a type of fish yes they're they're a big fish (laughs) um so it would just be random stuff like that when I was a kid that I thought I could control but I I pretty much shut myself off to it and I had a little bit of a rocky childhood growing up and 
when I got to be around 21 or 22, I had what you would call a mystical experience in new age spirituality terms. And this was a time in my life where I was pretty bogged down with anxiety and depression and figuring out who I was and finishing college. And I mean, we've all been there, right? Like it's just kind of crazy when you transition from college into adulthood. And I was reading this book. It's called Anatomy of the Spirit by Carolyn Miss. And it talks about the seven energy centers of your body. And it also talks about how good meditation is for you and your health. And so I was like, cool. I mean, I was like maybe a third of the way done with the book. And I hadn't even learned about all of the energy centers. But I decided to meditate one night. And I opened what is called your third eye. It's your sixth chakra. And your third eye is what, it's like where all of your intuition lives. And so I was, this is the first time I had ever meditated. And I got into like a really deep, like relaxed state. And I was just focusing on my breathing. And then all of a sudden, I could see energy around me. And it was like white and purple. And I just became aware of like, God and myself and I could feel this like crazy energy running through my hands and I thought that I could like heal my cat (laughs) (laughs) and so I put my hands on her and it kind of worked I think I mean I have no way to prove what happened but so that's what was happening I don't know this was probably like midnight I was home for the weekend at my parents house I'm just sitting in like my childhood bedroom having these crazy experiences and then I had to google them the next day to figure out what happened mm-hmm. and so the next day I went into town to run a few errands and I was feeling pretty freaked out and confused and I I could feel my third eye it's located in the center of your forehead and I could feel it like it was open and like it was almost like there was like light coming in is what it physically felt like and I went to the bank and I did a deposit and the teller snapped at me because I was taking too long to get my deposit ready and I could hear her thoughts or I just knew what was going on in her life and I was like oh she is mad because she got in a fight with her boyfriend this morning. And you just like knew it. Yeah. Did you like scare yourself by knowing that? Yeah I mean I didn't even know what any of this was like 22 years old born and raised Catholic have no idea what the energy centers or the chakras are. I mean, I think some cultures teach that when you're growing up, but definitely not anything that I had ever learned about. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was freaky. And then I went to sort of a pet store, outdoor store in my hometown. And one of my old high school teachers was working, Mr. Ganji, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like a kind of like a man of the earth. I think he did a lot of gardening in his free time and his thoughts were so peaceful and I was almost envious of like what a caring creature he was. And he had a green aura. And so when I, this day is when I could see energy. And what I mean by that is in the air, there would be like dots, almost like the static on a TV. Mm -hmm. I could see that. And then if I focused, I could see it around people. And he had a green aura. So, and what does green mean? Peaceful? Um, It's like healing. Yeah. People with green auras are like, they have a healing and they sort of like to host people, people by nature almost. Mm-hmm. And they're just very inviting. And yes, nature. Okay. So at 22, this is happening. 
and then you just embraced it no (laughs) (laughs) i tried to tell my mom what was going on the next day and she was like you're crazy this isn't anything that's real and so i was like yeah i think you're right like what's wrong with me right now because I, ha- I didn't have an, a logical explanation for any of this. I mm-hmm. would just Google what I was experiencing. And then I'd be on like the 18th O of Google and still not have anything valid to go off of. And like I said, I was going through a lot of anxiety and depression in this point in my life. And I just had a lot of like therapy to go to and work out some kinks. And so this lasted, this whole thing lasted about a day and a half or two days. And then I just shut it down and it was gone. Yeah. It has to, having these abilities and not like understanding them, I have to imagine creates a lot, adds to the anxiety and depression because like no one else understands. And like, does that just like make you feel lonely? Yeah. It's also like you're telling your mom who is supposed to be the person who like will always understand. And like, she's like, no, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, And that's kind of what I felt like. I mean, it was basically my childhood all over again when I could tell my parents that I was, I had these powers and my mom would just be like, well, no, every kid thinks they're psychic, you know? And it was sort of like my whole life, I'd never had any sort of friendship or relationship where somebody could validate it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so, but now it's validated and I'm 26 and yeah, I'm an intuitive. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you come to be or feel validated? So the story really starts when my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And this happened in July of 2018. So I don't know, not that long ago, like 10 months, 10 months or so. And I just went through this phase. I was in a huge transition of like moving in with my boyfriend and my dad. What his diagnosis was sort of like we know that this is it. Yeah. It, it was sort of like there's no, like he wouldn't survive chemo. So mm. what ultimately happened was he just like lived out as long as he could without treatment. And it was, yeah, I mean, it sucked and it was painful and I was transitioning into a new job and moving in with my fiance, fiance. <laughs> and I started going to therapy in the fall, but I also started listening to like podcasts and going to yoga regularly and basically just trying to like raise my consciousness of my emotions and that's where true healing begins like you have to understand why your brain is wired the way it is and why you're struggling through your days or like why your reactions are so big to such small things and there's like I think that a lot of people who are depressed or anxious have this idea in their head that that it's just something they have to live with. But for me, it was more of like ripping open my wounds and like actually understanding why I was so unhappy and, and like why certain things would, you know, really upset me. So for example, if I would get home from work and I would like just be grumpy and make dinner and not be very nice to Mackenzie like was I it it took me realizing that I was actually acting that way not because I was just having a bad day or I was crabby but because like my boss sent me an email at 5 30 at night and I felt obligated to like respond to it because of a deep-seated fear of like financial insecurity yeah 
you know, like I, I would go through like phases of workaholism, not because I wanted to work and because I was motivated by it, but because I had like a deep seated fear of financial instability where I wouldn't be able to provide for myself. And it caused like a lot of depression and anger and anxiety in my everyday life. And so it's, that's just an, an example mm-hmm. of something that you have to start becoming aware of, not that you need to cure it, but once you become aware of like your deepest fears and emotions, I think that's when healing really starts. But a lot of people never get that far. So, yeah. So this was all happening in the fall for me. And during that time, I I did find like a lot of healing and peace and resolution in just becoming more conscious of my problems and working to fix them. And during this time, my dad was obviously getting sicker and sicker, which was, it was just a difficult fall for me. Like it totally sucked and I was going through so much. But by the time he passed away, I felt so at peace with it because I was able to like recognize the fact that like I have to live the rest of my life without my dad. Like I just, I worked so hard to understand all of my emotions during the moment and every part of my day that it, it just seemed like this is something I can do. Like, it's okay. And like, I remember the night he passed away, he was actually, so he was admitted into the hospital on a Saturday morning. And at that time, the doctor told us that like, he just needs to get his vitals back up and then we'll send him home and he'll just have like a hospice nurse come tend to him every day at the house so that he could be at home. And within 24 hours, he had already been transferred to comfort care from that because he just he wasn't gonna make it home and the night that he passed the nurse came in and sent my sister and my mom and me home and she was like he's doing really strong or he's going really strong still you know he's definitely gonna be here all night most likely for another couple of days and so I just like went home and threw a temper tantrum in my closet and like looked up at my clothes and picked out what I was gonna wear to his funeral and then I like made a journal entry and I poured a glass of whiskey <laughs> and I went to bed and I woke up at 3:17 in the morning and that number is important I'll talk about it later and I just like I woke up in a huge breath and I was just like whoa I don't know how I just woke up. I had only been asleep for like two hours maybe. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, I need to go to the hospital right now. And I started, I just took a shower. And by the time I got out of the shower, my sister called me and told me that he had passed. And his estimated time of death was 325, but I know it was 317. Because my mom and my sister were both up at that time as well. I don't think he would have passed if we had been in the hospital with him. I think he would have continued to hang on. Mm -hmm. And... The last thing I said to him was, it's okay if you let go when I'm not here. Because he's, I mean, he weighed 86 pounds. He's just like so done. And I wanted him to let go, to be honest. Like he was so ready and he was so at peace with everything. And he knew how much we loved him and he he lived a great life. So all of that happened. <laughs> I'm so sorry that you went through that. <laughs> but also you are like, I've told you this before, but you're so inspiring and like, it's so brave of you the way that you like face things head on, I feel like. And I don't know, even talking about your journey. I don't know. I feel like it's very brave. So I thank you for sharing it with us. 
Thank you. I don't think I've always faced things head on. I mean, I went like in my 20s, I went through so many years of just like binge drinking and making reckless decisions and ignoring all of my pain when I really just needed to like man up and go to therapy and start doing yoga and become aware of my issues. <laughs> but you did but, that and that's right, really yeah. brave. Yeah, that's what we all should do. Therapy is great. Everybody should go. Wednesday's at five. <laughs> I, would, I would second that. I would third that, yes. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never told anyone that, that whole story before. So the story gets a lot more exciting now. <laughs> But it was kind of crazy. After my dad passed away, I felt like I was the person that was doing the consoling for people, if that makes sense. Like at his funeral, I was the one that was like comforting his friends almost. Or like I'm the one that wrote the obituary. I read the eulogy. Like I I did it and it was just like it came so natural to me that I feel like he was telling me how to do it and I didn't even know it at the time. But after about a week that all kind of went away and I went through like a really dark month or three weeks and basically was just I had felt like I had 40 pounds of weight on my body and I was not working out I was eating at most one meal a day not sleeping but prior to him passing I signed up for this workshop in North Carolina and it was just a weekend workshop that I felt like I just had to sign up for. It was put on by somebody whose podcast I follow. It's called The Adult Chair. And I I signed up for it like super low-key. I didn't tell very many people I was going just because I feel like there's a stigma around mental health. Absolutely. And, and that's what this, I mean, it, it wasn't, but it was basically like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like inner child work or or like it's a form of therapy is what this podcast is and I've been listening to her for I don't know almost two years now and I was super jacked to go and I felt like absolute crap when I walked into this venue but I was greeted by she two of her best friends the woman that does this podcast her name is Michelle and two of her best friends were there and they were like the greeters and one of them is Karen who's a spiritual teacher and one of them was Kara who is a spiritual medium and I didn't know this, but they were there, just her friends in the background, sort of like helping out. And so we kind of get through the weekend. We get through Saturday at this at this workshop. And I we did a series of meditations that were like, they're just guided meditations and there's no music. But she she walks you through like what you should be focusing on, like what parts of your bodies you should focus on to like, kind of like conjure up your emotion and figure out like what your body needs healing in right now and so nothing crazy happened to me on Saturday at all <laughs> so I think I did a total of three meditations and after each one I just felt like somehow lighter like as I mentioned I felt like there was like 40 pounds on my body and after every meditation I was just like whoa I feel so much better like this yeah. is awesome and it was cool but um, so after I learned about Michelle's friends and that they're intuitive, I went and asked one of them about what happened with my third eye four years ago. I was like, what is this? Like, is this a power? Like, what is this? <laughs> I had no idea. And so I told her the whole story and she's like, oh my gosh, it's a gift. <laughs> and I was like, cool. <laughs> but like, what do I do? 
And she just told me to go back to my hotel room and meditate that night, which I did. And yeah, I mean, it was just like a pretty average weekend. Like we were in this workshop learning about trauma healing and emotions. And we learned actually a lot about our souls and energy and how our souls are, I mean, our souls are us, but where our bodies are just costumes mm-hmm. and our personalities are just doing whatever. Like we're all just, our souls are really the people or the things that are around here on earth, like bopping around because they all have a purpose. And so your body and your personality and your life are all just here to help you live out your soul's purpose. And you also pick your parents. <laughs> Do you want to know more about that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I do. So, so when we all decide to be born, our, our souls make a decision long before our birth what they want to experience in life. So if your soul wanted to experience like chronic illness or loss or work through like anger issues or work on forgiveness, I mean, the list goes on and on. Like all of these deep um, life-changing events that happen most likely happen because your soul wanted to experience that. And so when you're born, you and God and all of your like guardian angels or your spirit guides pick your parents and your parents are the first people that help you experience what your soul wants to experience so and that's based in the idea of reincarnation right so that idea is i don't i think that might be biblical i'm not sure but oh but i i believe in reincarnation but this theory is valid like no matter what okay but yeah i guess there's not really a religion for this it's more of, I mean, if you just Google new age spirituality, this mm-hmm. is the sort of thing that comes up. And it's really the only like form of religion or belief that has resonated with me and my experiences. Like that God is nothing but love and like we're all here for a reason. So you went to this workshop yes. and learned about other intuitive people have since going to that, I guess, have you had confirmation in different ways of this gift? So uh, going back to the question of how I was validated. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I told you about Saturday, nothing magical happened on Saturday. And then on Sunday at this workshop, it was just Sunday at 11 a.m., totally sober. I want to preface with that. (laughs) We did this guided meditation to discover our purpose and discover who we truly are and it was I think it was I don't know a half an hour 45 minutes long really but I don't I have like no concept of time during this experience that I had but I focused all of my energy on who I am I guess and like I focused it all on like what I felt in the core of my body in regards to who I am and she had us focus on like the color of our energy and what we felt and I became aware of my own soul and its color is purple so if you want to like visualize it it I just became aware of the fact that like I have this purple ball of gas like just swirling around like in my stomach mostly and so after we became aware of that in the meditation she took us up through the crown of our head 
And this is the crown of your head is where you connect to like God and the the spirit world. And it's also the part of you that is always guiding you to make the right decision. But so she sent us up through the top of our head and I had an out of body experience and I like all of a sudden I wasn't in North Carolina. I was in like some sort of different dimension and apparently it's a realm of heaven called the soul plane and as soon as I my soul like burst up there it was like all white everywhere and then my dad came to me and he was like the only other soul up there but for the first time in my life I just he like his soul clashed with my soul and I felt like what true love really is from a parent and it was incredible and at the time I had no idea where I was and I tried to bring him back down with me um, which isn't possible, but so in the meditation, she guided us back down into our bodies and I became aware of my life's purpose. And I mean, I got back down and I was just bawling and I just had this realization that I'm a healer and I, yeah, I just sat there and cried and we went around the room and people shared what they experienced in their meditation and people were like, oh yeah, I saw a tree. or like somebody was like oh yeah my spirit animal is a wolf and i'm like i identify with that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah i left planet earth (laughs) um but so obviously i was pretty freaked out again so i guess you would say that this is the second mystical experience that i've had because people can like they can stay in silent meditation and practice every day for years and never have this sort of experience but so I got lunch with the spiritual teacher and the spiritual medium and I told them everything and they were like oh my gosh this is all true this is what happened to you and they were just able to describe exactly what I felt was true and felt validated so yeah that has to be so validated to finally find someone that like understands yeah it was nuts so And now since then, I have like all of these crazy experiences, like, you know, like I can read people's auras and I can talk to my dad. (laughs) Can you read our auras? Yes. (laughs) Tell us more. (laughs) Um, So I became aware that I could read auras when I got home and I like hugged Mackenzie and I was like, oh, you're pink. And then I, I didn't even know what this was. So after I said that, I Googled it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is your personality. Like, this is you. And then I was like, I think I can do my sister. She's red. And then I did my sister and her husband and they were all just like spot on. Yeah. Wow. So Alyssa is pink. And And you guessed mine before even meeting me in person. Yeah, I just like got it from your voice or something. I don't know. I only heard your podcast. As a loyal (laughs) pedal peep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm light blue, right? Yeah. And Alyssa's pink. Mm-hmm. And light blue is communicator, which is like... Would you say that's accurate? Uh, to a T. <laughs> <laughs> but it also is like calm and soothing almost and like truthful. How many times have you been told you have a soothing voice? <laughs> After, since we started this podcast, like... Oh, many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a soothing personality too. So, <laughs> yes, <Well>, thanks. <laughs> and so, for people who don't know what pink means, Alyssa's is like full of joy. 
and her she like operates out of her heart like she's loving and she just wants harmony for everybody have you ever done the strengths quest yes but i don't remember it's been a while i would guess one of yours is harmony probably i like making sure everyone's like do you know what your myers-briggs personality is yeah well i don't know you don't i took it like back in the day and i was entp or something i was the same one as like steve jobs and donald trump (laughs) (laughs) maybe you should retake it yeah (laughs) it might be time to revisit (laughs) so what other things you mentioned like 317 and eagles oh yeah you expand upon how they've also reconfirmed yeah so i'll start with 317 so i've like gotten a little bit into numerology not crazy but a little bit and numbers have certain meaning like when you see repeating numbers like 111 or 222 or 333 those are your spirit guides or, or your angels like communicating to you or sending you like a positive message and i always wondered what 317 meant and i googled it and it's a sign of like moving on in a positive way in your life and it can also be a sign of spiritual awakening isn't that crazy <laughs> that is that's like spot yeah. on yeah so people on the other side can communicate to us through many different ways but it's easy for them to communicate through wildlife and electronic devices um because both of those vibrate at high frequencies as do spirits so they're just like easy channels to get to us through so wildlife is like insane in my life right now (laughs) (laughs) um so there was this one day where i i have the ability to just like sort of feel physically when my dad is with me or when he's trying to communicate to me in some way and there was one day i was driving home from up north and I felt him a little bit and I opened up the top of my head, which is like how I communicate. And I was just like, hey, dad, if you want me to know that you're with me today, then it would be really cool to see an eagle on the way home. And then 10 minutes later, (laughs) there was an eagle and a hawk together sitting on a pile of snow looking straight into our car. And since then, I've seen a ridiculous amount of eagles almost constantly. So I just know it's him. That has to be so comforting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just picked eagle. Like you're like, I want to see an eagle. Yeah. And then so now that's your thing. Yeah. Now I see them like crazy. Like there were two right before Mackenzie proposed. Yeah. That was him saying. I approve. Yeah. Say yes. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So that, I saw four eagles on his birthday, which was the day Mackenzie proposed. And yeah, I see them I see a bald eagle on more days than not now. And, oh, so this is kind of cool. It happened yesterday. My grandma passed away when I was younger, I think 11 or 12. And she was an amazing woman. And I miss her so much. But I don't feel connected to her like I do to my dad just Mm -hmm. because she passed away so long ago. But yesterday, I, I was like, Grandma, send me a heart today. (laughs) You know, I hadn't like communicated with her at all or even tried to, but I was like, I want to see a heart today and I want to know that it's you. And I, I was at the post office and I had stuffed and, you know, written out all the addresses on my sister's baby shower invites. And the woman at the post office was crabby and she just gave me like whatever 
stamps were sitting there and she gave me the purple heart stamp like the metal but the purple heart and i was like stamping them all 15 of the invites and i was like oh cool purple heart like that's that's cool i like purple whatever i didn't think anything of it and then later i was driving to yoga and i was like oh my gosh the purple heart (laughs) grandma yeah (laughs) yeah because like what yeah that's so crazy in like a good way like that you have the confirmation yeah Yeah. it was wild i do want to ask though like now that you've like come in you've like come into it you say you're intuitive do you talk to your family about it like what does your mom think about it now it's difficult with my mom i think she just mostly doesn't understand it because she hasn't looked into it herself my sister knows all about it i mean they know but it's sort of like i don't know i feel like a witch living in a muggle world (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my gosh (laughs) he's the one that came up with that phrase just a witch living in a muggle world (laughs) he's really supportive of it and he thinks it's amazing but he he doesn't have that sort of experience himself and i mean this stuff that happens to me and these experiences are all things that every person has the ability to develop it's just easier for some like intuition just comes a lot more naturally to some people Mm -hmm. so yeah i haven't really told that many people about it just my close friends and Mackenzie and a couple family members. Emily, I feel like we talk about a lot how we're kind of intuitive. Like, that's what INFJ means. Yeah. These are Myers-Briggs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, like... Do you meditate? Not regularly. I've meditated before. And I don't... I mean, I feel like I've been in places where I've just had, like, so much anxiety or, like, it's too much stuff going on that I just haven't let myself, like, really tap into stuff like that. And, like, listening to you now, I feel like, okay, maybe I could do that. Maybe I should try to do that. Because I do, like, like we were talking earlier, like, I see signs like that, like, mm-hmm. like the Tanford Taurus and the butterflies. And I really do believe in that stuff. And and, some, and sometimes I can, like, feel my grandma there. Or I feel this, I don't, I don't know if I, I've never really told anyone this, but my grandma Jane died um, before I was born, she's my dad's mom, and so I never met her. And my it was like a really difficult time for my dad's family, and so my dad doesn't really talk about her very much, and so I don't, I never really knew much about her, but I just feel like this weird connection with her, and sometimes I feel like she's there with me, even though like I don't really know her or much about her, and so sometimes I do, I do feel stuff like that. Yeah, she's probably your guide, or one of them. So we all have a handful of spirit guides which is kind of a cheesy term but it's like who is it's like just people on the other side that are helping us on our on our life path and Mm -hmm. yeah that that probably is she probably is one of your guides that's cool that you feel that though i bet you could develop your abilities if you tapped into them and meditated and and stuff A, a lot of people that well actually not a lot of people pretty much everybody who goes down this path has to take like courses and go through training and really practice. I mean, it's like anything. It's just like any Mm -hmm. job. You just have to practice it all to figure it out. And you're doing that coming up, right? I, well, I'm getting Reiki certified in May. And Reiki is, in a nutshell, it's using universal healing energy to heal others. And so a lot of physical therapists will get it. 
sort of as like a side thing that they can do on their patients or nurses, I think do it as continuing education, but it also develops your intuitive abilities. Well, before we started recording, I was telling Danny about how I listened to podcasts with Monica the Medium and I kind of follow her, not super closely, but I've like seen some of the things that she's done and listened to her, her podcast. Do you ever think that you would go down that route? Like try to be like, like talk to people's family members for them or anything like that? That kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Uh, I think that my where I go with this will probably be more focused on like healing energy mm-hmm. but any form of healing like that like Reiki when you're doing Reiki on a person and you're an intuitive you can automatically connect to like well you can't automatically but you mm-hmm. you have the ability to like connect to their spirit guides and which usually is deceased family members mm-hmm. of some sort um, but as far as like being a medium for strangers I don't know if I could ever do that it seems a little bit too wild but I don't know I have a long ways to go yeah it's still very new yeah it's kind of it reminds me of like being in college and having to choose your major (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I don't know (laughs) it's basically the same thing (laughs) so you brought some they're called oracle cards yeah with you can we see what those are about I don't I almost said play with them but well how do you so I assume you've heard of like tarot cards. Yes. Um. So they're sort of like that, but oracle cards are like, I don't know, they're kind of like a new trend, I guess. And they're they're more of, they're like whatever the person who made them wanted them to look like in the messages that were on the cards. Like that's, it's all based on whoever decided to make up the deck. Whereas tarot cards are a set of, you know, it's a set number of cards that all have the same meanings, but these are more intuitive and there's not like as many strict messages or rules around them okay so i don't know these so it's so weird i had never heard of these but when i was in north carolina they kept popping up as an ad on my instagram (laughs) they knew and i didn't even know yeah i didn't even know what it or what an oracle card was but i finally bought them like two months later so do you want me to pull some yeah okay so how does it work like you just grab one or do you have to ask a question or yeah so you can ask a question and then I I usually just intuitively shuffle them and then wherever it feels right to stop I stop and then I pull them okay and sometimes it has been like a really awesome message and sometimes it's been completely useless but for example I was like really sad about my dad the night before his birthday and I like pulled a card that had an image of like a I don't know. It's just like a white entity hugging a woman. And I was like, oh my gosh, my dad's giving me a hug right now. (laughs) But okay, who wants to go? Or we could pull three and it'll say like, this is your current energy. This is what you're attracting. This is what you should do to attract more like abundance or whatever you want. Okay, let's do that. Okay, for you. (laughs) For now. Okay, let me shuffle. (laughs) So what's the verdict? (laughs) Okay, so Emily's first card is, this is um, the energy that she's giving off right now or how she feels right now. And it's it's a good one. It says, I love myself completely and unconditionally. And unfortunately, we can't show you the images, but it's, it's a cool image. <laughs> Do you feel that way right now? I mean, yeah. I usually try to love myself yeah. as much as possible. So good. <laughs> cool. So the second card is 
what you're attracting with your energy right now. And it says healthy boundaries keep me centered and balanced. Well, that sounds good. I feel like I've been having a lot of conversations with people about boundaries in different scenarios. Really? So that's kind of weird <laughs> that that's coming up. Yeah. I'm not going to go into too much okay. detail. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> um, and then the third card that we pulled is what Emily can do to attract more abundance or what she wants in life. And it says... I unleash my wildness and choose to be free. And there's a wolf there's on a it. There's a wolf on oh it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That is like the Emily card if I've ever a seen her collection. Oh my gosh. This and is- I love wolves. Yeah. <laughs> I took a were- I've talked about this before. I took a werewolves in literature and film class in college and just became like obsessed with all things wolves. So that's awesome. That's the cards really are cool. working. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to ask a question, Alyssa? So my question is, what should I focus on to find love in my life? We talk a lot about relationships on here. (laughs) Or dating, I guess. Not relationships. LOL. Alyssa's card says, I am the weaver of my reality. So get back on Hinge. (laughs) Essentially, (laughs) get off my hiatus of dating apps. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like it's something that you're going to have to, like, attract yourself. Like, you're going to have to do a little bit of weaving. So much work, but I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's, it makes sense for you, though, because a lot of your complaints about dating and that kind of stuff is like, it's too much work. Like, I don't want to text them. I don't want to go on and look at people. I just want to stay in my house and not do anything. So Yeah, I'm not denying it's accurate, but I also don't want to face my own reality. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it's very spot on so yeah if you want it to come come to you you have to be open it's true yeah cool (laughs) that was fun yeah what do you think about ouija boards oh god that's like (laughs) i feel medium about it okay i just don't think that's uh no pun intended i don't (laughs) know i was like wait (laughs) like as in low high and medium or like (laughs) yeah i don't know i just i don't know enough about them to say but it sort of feels like not cool you know what i mean like it's it kind of has like a a bad vibe to it in a way for me well it's i feel like it's meant to be kind of like a scary right i asked because for some reason, my friend group in high school, that was like the thing we did. Yeah, I did too. To our friend, my friend Christine's cabin, and we would sit in a dark room and do a Ouija board. Or for some reason, at my friend Madison's house, we would always do it there. And her mom made us stop doing it inside the house. We had to be outside oh. the house, like a certain few <laughs> feet away, <laughs> to do the Ouija board because her mom could see ghosts or at least she said she could see ghosts and like one time woke up and there was like the farmer of the land where the house was built was like there with her yeah so i believe that's true and i also believe that ghosts are real and so you know the the saying all dogs go to heaven Mm -hmm. okay well all souls go to heaven and some people when they die they die in like a bad way and so they're confused or they just dis- they decide to not go to the light or they are they love something on earth that they don't want to leave and so they become ghosts and yeah i feel like ouija boards and stuff like that it's just i don't like the ghost vibe yeah <laughs> i prefer to like 
work with entities that are in heaven (laughs) no i did ask it some questions though and it was right i feel like i can't like think about ghosts because i do believe in them and then i get scared that they're like they're real like why are they hanging around on earth like they have unfinished business of some sort and then it's like I watch too much too much supernatural is the real issue. <laughs> yeah, it's too far clear from those shows. Yeah, I mean, I do think they're real, but I just prefer to not think about focus my energy on those. Agreed. Should we play a game? Sure. Yeah. So, have you guys heard about the Florida Man Challenge? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot for a second. <laughs> so for those of you that have not, the Florida Man Challenge is just because all the crazy stuff happens in Florida. And so you're supposed to go Google Florida Man and then your birthday. So my birthday is June 3rd. So I Google Florida Man June 3rd and then just like laugh at the headline that comes up. Do you guys know what yours is? Um, I'm just yes. finding mine out right now. Oh, See, I was finding that too because it's gotten so popular. You have to scroll a little bit to find one on the actual date of your birthday. Okay, I found mine. What is it? Florida man laughs in the face of Hurricane Florence. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was Florida man throws cheeseburger at pregnant woman. I can't find one. I'll look for you. Florida man kicking swans in the head to practice karate arrested. April 30th, 2018. Oh, what a day. (laughs) (laughs) What a day to be alive, to be born. (laughs) So, Danny, you're originally from Wisconsin, right? I am. So, I think our friend Lauren was telling us that there's a radio show that plays Wisconsin or Florida. Like, they read a headline and you have to guess which state it's from. (laughs) So, I'm going to read a headline and you guys are going to guess. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Man faces felony in stabbing friend's pet rat. Florida. Pet rat? Yep. Florida. Wisconsin. No. <laughs> That's from channel3000.com. Okay. Man- Accurate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all the Florida ones are from floridaman.com. Oh. Pretty hilarious. Go to it later. But man throws pancake batter at woman. Florida. That just doesn't sound like a big deal to me. Like, it sounds like something that would happen in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a small town in Florida, snow, slow news day? Maybe. Yeah. Do you think Florida? That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, I think Florida. It is Florida. (laughs) Man goes to sheriff's office, steals flag, exposes himself. Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, agree. (laughs) Florida. Oh my gosh. Man threatens roommate with handgun after being asked to turn down Tom Petty. Asked to turn down? Wisconsin. Like Tom Petty music. Oh. Like turn down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Wisconsin. That is from (laughs) journaltimes.com. Uh, man calls 911 because his mom won't pay for IHOP. Florida. Yeah, we don't have IHOP. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> Those are the only ones I had, but this it's kind of funny to like look up the headlines and slash a little sad for the world, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like every state is going to have crazy things. Yeah, someone said they looked up Minnesota man and like not much came up, but. And I had to search a little bit more for the Wisconsin man ones, which. It's just because the Florida ones are so popular right now that they're easier to find. But yeah, yeah I'm sure you could find some from it's every state. It's been too cold for anyone to do anything. I was going to say, everyone's like, in hibernation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Danny, we have one final question that we ask all of our guests. And that is, if you had a reality show about your life, what would it be called and why? So I think it's actually 
I'm going to use the name of my future podcast. So if anybody takes it, <laughs> I'll find you. Just kidding. Copyrighted now. <laughs> <laughs> Highly meditated. Oh, Ooh, that I ch- like that. Yeah, me too. Thanks. That changed since last time we talked. Yeah, we did talk last <laughs> time, but I, I'm not going to do. It's going to be a different theme. Okay. I have a lot of ideas. I love that so. name a lot. Surprisingly, it's not taken yet. Okay. Because I will get on that. Copyrighted. I, yeah, I should just make a fake episode right now. So, <laughs> so listen get the in Instagram the future. handle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, the website. Yeah. Yeah, so keep your eye out for Highly Meditated. Absolutely. And ears, because it's a podcast. Maybe we can go on your podcast. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Heck yeah. I can't wait. I don't know when I'm going to start because yeah. I got some stuff going on, but <laughs> hopefully soon. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and being so open and sharing your journey with us. No, thank you for having me. I love talking about this stuff. It it sort of like restores my energy. So I was just thinking, I feel like happier, like after having discussed whatever oh, we just discussed. Yeah, I do so. too. I feel energetically restored. Yay. It's good. We'll have to have you come back on as you like explore more into this yeah. stuff because I am fascinated and just sat here in silence, like s- staring at you while you talked. So. Yeah. <laughs> taking it all in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I did a lot of the talking, but when I get Reiki certified, I'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks guys for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on our website, floralcouchconversations.com. If you have any questions, feel free to message us on Instagram at Floral Couch Conversations, Facebook, or send us an email, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. And give us a rating. Tell all your friends. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.